wait, which one? This. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. Hey. What is good, everyone? We are back with another You Know What It Is podcast with the segment Intentional Living. I am your host, Randy. All right. And then we have our co-host over here, Kelly. Kelly Boom with Empowered Self-Healers. So (laughs) as we were setting our space and uh, setting our intention and whatnot, I just wanted to touch on a little bit of like what we're going through over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got a little jitters right now. All right. A little ADHD kind of going. I had some um, green tea, caffeine uh, without eating or any water. So <laughs> my mind is literally everywhere. And we've been sitting here for a good 10 minutes trying to get grounded. Yeah, we're like <laughs> doing all the zen. We're like, I'm in the same boat. I had a little bit of coffee and also didn't really like literally just coffee. I never drink coffee because of how it makes me feel. But I was just I just wanted it. Okay. I wanted it. So <laughs> I indulged. Yeah. Human. We indulged a little bit. So um yeah. So we're both a little squirrely. <laughs> yes. Uh, very squirrely. Way. Okay. I'm sure that some of y'all can can relate. Okay. But um we mm-hmm. are doing our best to get grounded here. Um excited for uh the topic for today. We're actually going to be talking about um continuing a growth mindset. Um, we're going to give a little recap. Kelly's going to lead us through a little uh, recap on what that is, the the science behind it, and then tie it in with um, how anxiety and depression fit into the growth mindset and the intelligence and the meaning behind some of these emotions um, and, and traumas and triggers that, we, that might come up. Um, so before we get started, let's go ahead and take a moment to get grounded um, set some intentions for yourself. Uh, me and Kelly are going to set our intentions. I open this space of silence for everyone to tell yourself whatever you want to hear. Um, set the intention for the day just while you're listening to this podcast. Um, and just really be present in the moment, um, open to receive. Um, and so, yeah, let's just take a couple minutes. Beautiful. Okay. I hope that we were all able to connect back to center, bringing it full circle. (laughs) And, you know, this is just great because it really humanizes (laughs) everything, you know, spirituality. And as much as I don't necessarily even relate to that word, you know, I know a lot of you do. So, um, you know, it has this connotation of some kind of little kumbaya to it and whatnot. And honestly, it's just not the case. You know, like these things we talk about, they're not only past struggles, but sometimes they're current struggles yeah. too. We are <laughs> literally just like you. Yes. And we're just, you know, offering what we can. But 
um, you know, be mindful and aware of parasocial relationships, aka, you know, putting others on a pedestal thinking that they might be above certain things Mm -hmm. or anything. We are literally just like you. We're all here together. Yes. And we're not above any of this. Like, we deal with it. (laughs) And sometimes we deal with it day to day, you know? Yeah. We're having a human experience just like every one of you. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have our days, all right? (laughs) We have our days where, hey, you know, it's hard for me to focus. It's hard for me to get there. But again, uh, Kelly was saying it it brings this human experience to, you know, listening. Yes, we have a wealth of knowledge and experience and whatnot, but we still have our struggles. We still have our things that we're working through personally. Um, So always, you know, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And so we are, you know, our previous episode was focused on growth mindset as discussed in this beautiful podcast by Ed Milet. He's like literally my favorite <laughs> motivational podcast. He just yeah. really dives into the good yeah. stuff. Wealth of knowledge. <laughs> yes. And um, he interviewed Dr. Andrew Huberman. Hey, there we go. There we go. Name. She remembered the name now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a neuroscientist, so he was able to break all this stuff down. Highly recommend going to listen to it. I'm not going to, you know, dive too deep, but really the key there for the episode about growth mindset was that it's literally a process within your body. And so if you learn what those chemical processes are, because again, you know, you can have these beliefs or receive these downloads or these knowings, but there's actual scientific evidence to support the information that you know. And so, uh, with that, is everything okay? Okay. (laughs) Squirrel. Um, (laughs) See, hey, but guess what? We push it through, okay? We keep it going. It's fine. (laughs) I'm literally holding on to this. I'm just clutching my crystal. Good. Let's get some more Palo Santo Yeah, I know. We're just, (laughs) So, growth mindset, you know, it's connected to that dopamine. Learn how to harness that within yourself so that mm-hmm. you're not attached to external rewards at the end of something, but you're actively enjoying the yes. pursuit of happiness, the yes. pursuit of the process, being there throughout the path process. Okay. So that's a key. And what he touches on as well is stress and anxiety. And he didn't dive too deep into that, but I loved what he said about it, how they're truly just, and this was, you know, my recap of what he said in my own words. Seriously, go listen to this podcast. Yeah, we're going to um, have the link again <laughs> yeah. um, in the in the caption below, so make sure to check it out. Yes. And stress and anxiety are really indicators for us, just as any emotion is, right? They're all mm-hmm. indicators. They provide information. And the key with them is to harness their power that they're providing you and not allowing them to be the driver of what's going on. And so we can, you know, we can stop, we can retreat, or we can choose to go forward. And I'm noticing this culture developing where people are like, ah, my anxiety. And so they just like sit and do nothing. And then everybody's like supporting that kind of behavior. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, there's a couple different takes. And again, it's going to take you experimenting with your life, experimenting what it means for you, what the emotions are bringing up that physical, um, 
you know, blockage in your body because in one instance, uh, your anxiety is telling you that there is danger. There is something to worry about. There is something something to think about, to take a step back something. and reflect. Something. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another aspect of anxiety that's like, go on, you got this. Hey, push through. Mm-hmm. On the other side of this emotion, you're going to find exactly what you want. You're mm-hmm. going to find exactly what it is you're looking for, but you're not going to get it unless you step outside of yourself and you get uncomfortable. So there is an intelligence within anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. There is an actual meaning, you know, behind it. It's not just there to tear us down or to cripple us or to um, enable us not to move where we want to on our journey. There is purpose behind everything that goes in our body. There's everything between the chemical reactions, the thought patterns, there's a purpose within it. And it's a matter of you figuring out what that purpose truly is. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yes. And so it's natural, normal to have a little bit of fear, a little bit of anxiety and stress around things Mm -hmm. and having that, I think there's, I'm noticing this culture of like, you know, just the existence of stress and anxiety or the existence of something, people get on high alert and they like have a full rejection of it. Yeah. And yeah. they're unwilling to even engage with it. Yeah. And that's kind of alarming to me from my perspective because these things are natural and normal and they help us to actually pursue our goals and things. They help us to move forward. Honestly, like there's like what do you what do you do in your life um where you have no fear no anxiety and when you look at it it's this place of comfort and mm-hmm. is comfort existing at the same time as growth is existing and you know sometimes there's a little bit of overlap but mm-hmm. when it's like that's all that there is then it's stagnant it's stagnant yeah. energy And if we know anything about energy, there needs to be a flow. In order for it to be alive and living and thriving, there is a flow, there's a change, there's movement, right? If something is stagnant, yeah, there's a flat line, it's it's dead, it's not not living. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you even see, like, say, with water. If water gets to a point where it's so pure chemically, fish can't live in there. There's no life, you know, it it becomes in such this saturated state that it removes itself from source in a sense. Um, And so with figuring out your, um, your anxiety and your depression, again, I really encourage you to just take a step back and to remove society's fear mongering about it. And stepping into a curiosity about it. We mentioned curiosity before and having a childlike nature when you're figuring this stuff out. Um, Being more curious about it. Like, okay, where is this coming from? Okay, I just did this. Is this what triggered it? Um, Something going on throughout the middle of the day that, you know, triggered this emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, get your little... We all played Clue, all right? Get your little investigative cap on, all right? And figure out who done did it. (laughs) So it's just embodying the curiosity and 
really wanting to learn for self because that's the empowering aspect of it. Like when you figure it out, then you get to step into this space of, oh, I know how to set myself up to flow with the universe and to receive the things that I want. Mm-hmm. There may be resistance, but I know how to move through it mm-hmm. without staying like stagnant, yes. without being retreating and being like, oh no, this is, you know, the anxiety is bad. The depression is bad. You know, and I think we can both attest to our own personal experiences that the anxiety and depression, it's come up at different times in life, you know, and oftentimes we fear the unknown. Sometimes it's not even the actual root of our issue that we're afraid of. It's mm-hmm. fear of not knowing what it is. Exactly. Yeah, and then maybe that. not being encouraged enough to investigate and just kind of breezing through it and like numbing ourselves to, you know, what the issue is, mm-hmm. um, practicing avoidance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so the more that you strengthen your connection to the pathway and the process versus the end result, mm-hmm. the more that you can notice your anxiety and view it as an indicator to keep going, actually, yeah. that you are on the right path. Yeah. Because a little bit is healthy, but it's when we choose to focus on it that it then becomes our world. Like, Mm. you know, (laughs) um, I literally just made a little reel on Instagram of when the camera like focuses on these colors and these things and then it expands and it's going I forget the word for it. You know, it's like a kaleidoscope thing, basically. And that's a perfect visual representation of exactly how we as a human being with our attention create our world and Mm. so when you're focusing on the specific aspect that is gonna grow into your world and I'm not even overstating that like attention goes where energy or energy flows where attention goes like wherever you are fixating your attention on if you are so focused throughout your day on just anxiety and fear of it and not diving deep to understand it you're gonna make it something so much bigger than it really is like the trigger to the anxiety could have been so minute Mm-hmm. And then now it seems so detrimental to your health and this unconquerable monster. Mm-hmm. When really, if you would have just taken a step back to just say, okay, it could have literally just been you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Like you're a little dehydrated. You know, it could be something so simple. Um, but it takes you being curious and wanting to learn more about yourself so that you can move with more intention in your life. Correct. Yes. So a lot of what we're talking about is things that you can, you know, in the mind, let's, let's step away from the mind for Mm -hmm. a moment and let's remember how important grounding is Mm -hmm. because grounding practices can keep us rooted and keep us in a space of not being sucked into these thought process vortexes. So Mm -hmm. intellectually we have an innate nature to in our mind try to find some form of understanding and chemically and energetically this can get us sucked in to the vortexes Mm -hmm. so if we continue to remain grounded with our energy while we're you know allowing these thoughts to maybe go on their own but not be sucked in as like a vortex you know that's that's really what you can do like I'm getting an image of how people like to just literally like hiding in your bed not getting out of bed you know staying hiding away from the world staying at home 
And I'm kind of speaking of myself in that, like, I will be a little hermit sometimes yeah, if the, when the same. world's too much, like, afraid to go to the grocery store where there's so many crowds mm-hmm. and so many people and things, yeah. lot, you know, very anxiety inducing. As I grounded myself, I was able to, you know, hold my container of my energy. And so my anxiety wasn't going absolutely insane anymore. Mm-hmm. One, being able to ground yourself allows you uh, to trust yourself. Yes. If once you get into that practice of grounding, now there's trust that you know how to settle your energy, to get clear, um, to get more intentional um, so that when you do step out, you don't have to worry about it as much. You know, it's, it's been a practice that you've developed and you know, okay, I don't have to let my environment control me so much. You know, sometimes that comes with you wanting so much control over every aspect of your life. So you might just want to step away and be like, okay, I can't control the world, so I'll just stay away from the world. But you got to dive in there sometimes, but just have these practices that you develop in your own space so that when you do step into the world, it's a lot easier and you're not uh, focusing so much on trying to create a system of grounding because you've already done it at home. I love that you bring that up because as we deprogram our thought processes along that deprogramming, you might discover, oh, this is a relationship I have with control, actually. Mm -hmm. This is what it's rooted in. And when you go even deeper to the beginning, maybe it goes back to your childhood, which it probably does for seven years of your life, (laughs) programming. So that's where you'll discover, oh, I was never in control at that Mm. time. And so I have this innate need to try to control every little thing around me because I feel out of control, actually. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's an example of the deprogramming process. And once you know that, you can then choose how to reprogram it to a more, you know, ideal thought process and a more ideal place. And yes. looking at where you're at now. Look, okay, you see how I just passed that baton hey. and she just expanded on it so beautifully. Okay, we're going to have a, a crown moment, all right? Oh, Kelly gets the crown. All right, Kelly gets the Let me not poke you. Let's I know, we're both so sure gentle. It it's like, where are the ears and where are the headphones? Are we good? Oh, beautiful. So Is it gentle. good? That Does it look so good? great? Hey. Does she look beautiful? Hey. Is she radiating? Oh. <laughs> no, that's exactly that. Um, <laughs> And a lot of the things that we will say as we continue to move through the series and um, move through different seasons and topics, a lot of it has connection points with things that we've already discussed. Um, And that's what makes this whole journey so beautiful because there's a connection point somewhere. And Mm -hmm. that connection point can actually serve as a bit of comfort and safety. That, okay, wait, I'm not, you know, all crazy and out of whack. Like there is some connection here. There's some purpose here. There's, you know, loose ends that can be tied in different spaces. Might be talking about different things, but the basis, the foundation is very similar throughout our lives, throughout nature, throughout the universe and cosmos. So you can find some comfort in that. Mm, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I I know. (laughs) But seriously, though, it's literally different perspectives of the same Point. We're just hitting it from different angles. Yeah. And so as you ground, you're strengthening that relationship with I'm sorry. Is it, is it? I, my mind had a, had a squirrel up. 
very squirrely episode today. <laughs> but we can still get it done with the squirreliness. Just meeting ourselves where we're at. Girl, I am meeting. Racing it. Yeah. Myself. We are meeting ourselves where we're at, okay? We are meeting. <laughs> if you cannot give 100% of your effort in a day, give 100% of what you do have, okay? Mm-hmm. I got 70. Hey, you're going to go a full 70. Mm-hmm. Full 70. All right, but as long as I'm yeah. taking a step, as long as we're taking steps, that's all that matters. Right. right? That's right. all that matters. Right. We're enjoying the effort process mm-hmm. exactly where we're at, and 100% is going to look different every single day. Yeah, it will. It will. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not always going to be on your A game. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what, I mean, what even is your A game? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how do you, de- what, what would you define that as? What is, what is your A game? Or is it un, definable I, know. Is it? <laughs> I mean I really I think it ultimately is to, de- to define something you have to be like okay well what do I what's my perspective what are my roots and my beliefs and everything right and mm-hmm. so my answer might resonate you know with some people while somebody else's answer is going to resonate with them and everything and so I think really bringing your a-game is just showing up as the best version of you mm-hmm. at any given point in time, whatever that may be, yep. which again, the bar is always moving. Things yeah. are always shifting. And so yeah. your A game today is not your A game tomorrow. And as we practice these processes of expanding our capacities to exist mm-hmm. and our capacities to hold containers for things like our feelings and our emotions and our dreams and our ideas and our goals, as we root into the growth mindset process, that's going to expand our capacity to be in pursuit of those things. Yes, yes. So, uh, what I just thought about through that whole discussion of bringing your A game, giving all that you have, with whatever you have. It's gymnastics, I bet. Yep, it's Woo! gymnastics. Here we go again, okay? It, but it's true. It's such a practice that I had to embody every single day. I gave the example in our last episode of doing conditioning. My body is sore. I know that after this conditioning, I have to go do routines on every single event, and I'm fatigued. So I would just train myself, okay, hey, if you can't do 20 reps of these today, just try 15. Just try 15. And hey, as as long as I hit 15, which I'm going to, no matter how long it takes me to do that Mm -hmm. 15 rep, I'm going to get the 15. But Mm -hmm. if that's all I have, I can at least be proud that I still Mm -hmm. took effort. I can still provide myself with the encouragement that, dang, you didn't even know you'd be able to do any of it. Mm -hmm. And you got this done. An you achievable did goal yes. that you're actively like expressing gratitude and praise to yourself for doing, and, and he touches and Andrew Huberman, Dr. Andrew Huberman. He talks about this in Huberman. In, in Huberman. So, <laughs> he he does talk about it. This was listening driving over. I was like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then the girl. growth mindset will also <laughs> kick in if i tell myself 15 and i get to that 15 and it's you know what do a couple more you got this boo mm-hmm. and exactly, i might struggle you've, <laughs> you've then expanded your capacity yep but if you yep. were thinking about it in the way of like oh I'll just get it done and then you're doing it just thinking about the end goal the yeah. whole time and you're not present during the yeah. movements that yeah. you're doing yep. you're not like 
being there with yourself, but you're not actually fully engaged. Yeah, yeah, you're not. It's a full. You have to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. So if you miss the intentionality in the process, then it's not really going to work. You're going to get to the 15, and this is where you know depression kicks in. Like yeah. it's kind of like this like postpartum thing where you're just kind of like ugh, you know, about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what the heck? Like why? Mm-hmm. Or because you're not attaching the intention to it. We talk about getting discouraged. You know what? I'm not even gonna do this. I can't. I don't even know how. Like giving up before there's... putting any <laughs> any effort forward. And so there's there's such a high value that I think doesn't get talked about enough. Where just think of okay. So if if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, how how can I apply this? You know, thinking about your goals. Think about achievable goals. So there's actually this journal that I have that I really like. It's called the five minute journal. And one of the things in there that you put down uh, as your goals for the day, you think about things within your control that you can accomplish. And then as you do them, you literally express gratitude. So think about, I want to feel the sun on my skin today. And then you go do that. And that was part of your goal. And while you're doing it, you're like fully there in the moment you're feeling the sun on your skin and you're just like yes like it's it's create it's an internal process mm-hmm. that's happening of gratitude and of enjoyment and it's so freaking powerful you guys you need to do this yeah it is it's very pro- powerful it's powerful <laughs> but i guess one big takeaway that i am getting from just our discussion so far is through this growth mindset, we encourage you to meet yourself where you're at. Yes. Meet yourself Hell where you're yeah. at. It is okay <laughs> if you are not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. A lot of us aren't. And mm-hmm. even when we get to where we want to be, there's oftentimes other things that we then want to achieve. Exactly. So it's this never-ending process of trying to achieve you know, something or trying to embody something and embrace it. So meet yourself where you're at. It does. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be where Kelly's at. She doesn't have to be where I'm at. And when you remove that expectation from yourself of having to live up to Comparing to others. Yeah. Essentially. Exactly. Comparing to others' journey. Mm-hmm. Because you have resources and experiences and things that I don't have and I will never have. Right. right. And same with my journey. And yet, here we are. Our journeys linked us up together. Exactly. And so you can't really, like, they just, the things don't compare. Yeah. And what this is actually ringing in my brain is people who experience trauma. And a lot of them, I think, get hung up on this comparison of trauma. Yes. This comparison of, I've been through more than you. What, yes. is, what is more? Like, who is uh, the judge of that? You yeah. know what I mean? Because if we all have our own unique bodies and our own unique processes within ourselves, then the only judge of what we can handle is our inner being. That's it. You can't compare your inner being to other inner being. Mm-hmm. Like we're all, it's like, it, it's just me. That's all that there is. It's just you. That's yeah, all that there yeah. is. Ugh. <laughs> that touches me in this sense of just through media in general right now. Particularly, I guess, in sports, but honestly, anything. We are so ridden in making comparisons, like the Obi, Michael, and LeBron, you know, debates and just looking at like, oh, well, you know, this rapper's better than this person or ah, that artist actually, you know, is better than this. It's who's 
the judge of those things, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it in comparing, making these comparisons, you take away someone's uniqueness. You take away what they've done to get to where they're at. Just because it doesn't look the same doesn't mean it doesn't hold a similar value, Mm -hmm. you know, a similar weight, a similar um, impact on the world. Mm -hmm. It might not be directly, say, impacting your world, but best mm-hmm. believe if someone has reached this level, they're impacting someone. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, mm-hmm. someone, somewhere, they are inspiring people through whatever it is that they're doing. And it's okay if you don't resonate, but don't take their steeds just because you don't resonate. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. don't take away someone's flowers mm-hmm. don't take because flowers. <laughs> it doesn't Maybe resonate with flower. you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you could be that spark in their day offering a flower to right. them. Because we all impact other people like our you know it's so important to have an awareness of yourself and what's going on Mm -hmm. but having that awareness the next step is being aware of how you exist in relation to other people and everything and so please don't get caught in the trap of comparing Mm -hmm. and having the victim mindset pity party type thing of like oh you know what I've been through is so much worse than other people and you know and I'm not invalidating your experiences but you validate your own experiences within yourself you don't need that external validation you don't need to be comparing yourself to other people meet yourself exactly where you're at Mm -hmm. on yourself exactly where you're at and put your best foot forward exactly where you're at in that given point in time today in the present moment right freaking now hey okay, <laughs> okay it's the over there uh, just, it must be the girl's it's the like, crown oh, it's the crown, crown. The it's the crown <laughs> this is a tiger's eye okay. crown and uh we thought it would hold value yes <laughs> no i love it all right it's a way for us to empower each other through these talks right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And you see, like, look, as soon as I fit that thing on, he's just back and forth killing it. Go back. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I would actually really like to um, ask Kelly, what are some, let's get into the uh, reflections and um, actionable items. Um, What kind of reflections would you give the viewers after listening to this and after listening to any other uh, episodes that we had i do still um, want to talk about depression a little bit too okay yeah okay. all right yeah but we can we can do this right now or do you want to let's do action items now for like anxiety and yes. reflections and yes. we'll move to so depression. Far. yep real, yeah just real quick and everything um okay so action items for anxiety okay honestly i am somebody who I will go straight to the, like, freeze thawn mode type thing, and that's just within my personal processes, okay? So look at your, what you do, and first step is building an awareness for these things, because if you don't have an awareness, then it's, you can't do anything about it, okay? So step one, awareness, create awareness for this stuff and just really notice things. Okay. And pace yourself in whatever way that you're comfortable and ready to move. You know, you don't Mm want to 
go to because then another thing for me is I also shut down when it's too much because I'll get overwhelmed and everything. Yes, yes. And I think that's a common response, especially for people who can relate to the squirrel factors that we're dealing with today. Okay. So notice them. Notice the patterns. Notice the structure. You know, have that journal, write it all down, and just develop a relationship for the processes that are going on. And honestly, that's a lot. That's actually a lot yeah, within no, itself. it is. Like, that's is. really a lot. Because as you're practicing your grounding processes, you're going to have an intuition for kind of where to go and what you want. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even going to go further than that. Yeah, no. It, just it, do that. <laughs> go at your own. Uh, find the awareness. Okay. Uh, gain that awareness. Start tapping into that awareness and being present. Like Kelly has said, go at your own pace, figure out what works for you. And that also develops through gaining a relationship with yourself, developing that first. Um, so thank you, Kelly. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, and yes, no, we did want to touch on depression. Um, we had a handful of things to say about that. So if you want to lead us off, Kelly. So, yes, so anxiety and stress, um, you know, we just we just covered those, mm -hmm. you know, they're indicators to actually, you know, continue on. They're actually indicators of move forward and, you know, don't – you have the option to retreat, but they're indicating to go forward really mm -hmm. on that growth path. Yeah. Okay, so depression is a little bit different because depression is an indicator to go within. Yeah. And it's not necessarily – you know, forward, backwards, or whatever. It's a go within mm -hmm. your inner being and develop that connection with yourself. Yes. And so you can do this by, um, you know, you can do it through meditation. You can do it through personal self-care practices, which are still meditation because mm -hmm. when you're there and you're mindful with it and you're doing it intentionally – Anything that's intentional is a form of meditation, which is a form of grounding, right? So I'll just break. Yes, yes. Which, pew, 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 pew. Yes. <laughs> so um, I wish I had known that when I, I was severely depressed as a kid growing up. I think my first, like, personal um, – uh, sorry, guys, this little uh, trigger warning, whatever. Trigger um, warning, trigger warning. Trigger, trigger. Wait, do we have a button for that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let's try it out. You knew the job was dangerous oh. when you took it. Well, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you knew it. Now, so um, I had multiple suicide attempts growing up personally, and I think my first one was when I was like 12, you guys. Mm -hmm. So... I've been dealing with chronic depression my whole freaking life, basically, all right? And I, along your, like, spiritual awakening path, I think that it actually starts with depression. Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah. I can attest to that. That resonates yeah, for me. That resonates. Maybe it doesn't for you. Who knows? But I actually think it does because spirit is like, oh, within, like, we're in here. We're inside you. Like, find us. Like, hear me. And so it's really an indicator to start building that relationship. Mm -hmm. So if what we're saying, like, it all sounds like too much because you're just shut down from depression, then please just start with those baby steps. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we said that for anybody, but, like, I'm yeah. really speaking to you directly right now if this is something that you deal with. Just really give yourself one achievable baby yeah. step that you can accomplish today, yeah. tomorrow, and three days from now throughout the week. 
Don't set yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. Make it happen. Do it. And when you do it, celebrate it. Yes. Celebrate it. That will make the next one. That will grow your capacity. If you never start, you will never start. You have to start. So start now. Yeah. Um, That definitely resonates with with me. I, for the bulk of my life, had more um, depression. Uh, Very young age. Started, gosh, probably around when I was like eight. Um, It got pretty bad in middle school, but then it actually got a little worse through high school, and then college had its little peak. (laughs) But um, with the depression that I experienced, uh, and me and Kelly had a little bit of a conversation the other day about this, when I felt depressed in my reflections, whenever I felt depressed, it was because I was not living in alignment with my higher self. It was my body letting me know, Randy, the way that you're moving right now in your life, the actions that you are taking are not fully honoring your higher self and what you truly want at your core, which for me transferred into, I was living for other people and Mm -hmm. not for myself. So as Kelly's saying, through those depressive episodes, it was time for me to dive in. What does Randy want? Mm -hmm. What does Randy envision? Mm -hmm. What does Randy feel? Mm -hmm. Not what everyone else feels or thinks, but what do I think? And holding more value for myself rather than extending that so much to others that had nothing left to give me. So I had no choice but to kind of go with whatever the social norms were at the time or whatever the media was saying. Mm -hmm. So I do feel personally that that journey kind of starts with that depression, uh, particularly if you were not encouraged to embrace who you really were or to embrace your own voice or to ask yourself your own questions Mm -hmm. rather than constantly seeking outward. Um, Yes. So, um, so yeah, start small. Don't give yourself too much to to chew. That's kind of how I wanted to to tie that up because mm-hmm. at that time, I perceived that as that energy as I needed to go and do more. Yes, and I love that you bring up that reflection associated with it because depression is an indicator that our thought processes and our things are actually in the past. And then anxiety mm-hmm. is an in indication the future, of yeah. it being in the future. Yes. So when you can bring it back to center, bring it back to full circle, bringing it back home to you, your mm-hmm. inner being, your grounding practices, that's going to alleviate you from those vortexes yeah. that are trying to remove you from yourself and take yeah. you away from your inner being. And so with my depression, it was also the same thing. I actually theorized that this is depression where we actually attach our energy centers, our own energy cords. We attach them to external people, places, things, expectations. Mm -hmm. Remember thinking about attachments, like what are, ah, sorry. Getting (laughs) pretty juicy. (laughs) Passionate here. (laughs) (laughs) Where are your attachments? And if they are to other people, if you're hearing what we're saying and your thought processes are attached to like, well, 
that person didn't support me in my journey and I don't have community on my journey and Mm -hmm. I live alone and I have no friends and, you know, this is my life. Well, are you attaching, ask yourself this, are, you know, am I attaching my energy centers to other people? Mm. Am I trying to control other people and things instead of being here with myself, loving myself exactly where I am today in this moment? Yeah. You know, these are being curious and connecting with your inner being, bring it back home. And so that visual of, you know, anxiety, depression, home is within me, home is inside. Yeah. Where's the inner being? It's here. Develop a practice that you connect with to remind yourself, connect with your inner being. Yes. And make a space for yourself to thrive to enjoy, Mm -hmm. to participate actively in this life. I think from what Kelly is talking about, I just had a reflection on some of, in me connecting my energy centers to outwardly things. It was a way that I invalidated my own experience, basically saying that my experience, who I am has no value And the things out in this world have value, but I'm an outcast. I feel weird. I have these quirks that I don't feel like are accepted by the general norms and what society has set is acceptable. So I put myself in this box of like, I don't fit in. Like, no one's going to really like me. I can't really make connections. And then I disassociate from myself. Mm -hmm. And it just creates, you know, that that vortex energy that you just get sucked into and swamped into. So I really Mm -hmm. had to learn to embrace my differences and to embrace my uniqueness in the world and know that it's okay if you're not vibing, jiving to everything that the media tells you. Mm -hmm. It's okay to dare to be different. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Because within that difference, there's a whole community out there waiting to connect with you, waiting to share their similar experiences of like, oh yeah, bro, like I, I felt the same, you know? Right. And then you're able to embrace and really cherish those connections of, okay, no, my experience, you know, it is valid, but it starts here. Mm-hmm. If you cannot validate it for yourself, no external validation will fill that gap. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Back not. to that kaleidoscope. Uh, kaleidoscope okay that's the word all right uh (laughs) when we focus our attention it's expanding that Mm -hmm. and creating our world and reality so when we're focusing on other people and things outside of us then that's like expanding you know the anxiety and the thoughts and that it's it's, we're sucking into this little Mm -hmm. vortex and get out of there Get the fuck out get of there. Out. Get out of my hole. <laughs> get out <All> now. Right. <laughs> get out. Because it's scary in there. It's dark. It's a lonely. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> lonely. Sometimes you got to dive in the depths. All yes. right. Sometimes it is necessary. Yes. So when we connect back with our inner being and root our energy centers to us, to, to the vessel that we are in, that will then create the world around us because as within so without as above so below what's in here is out there so if you're not happy with the things out there try reframing focus on what's Mm -hmm. in here to make it so that what's in here reflects accurately out there and keep working at yourself if it's not reflecting out there don't be like oh well I guess it didn't work you know you gotta keep going you gotta gotta build it 
build it and they will come. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Oh. My phone is on. It is on silent too. Dang. Wow. <laughs> Maybe that was the universe. Like, all right, you guys wrap it up. I know. <laughs> So the action items for depression, okay, yeah. action items for depression is find ways to go within yourself, mm -hmm. find what resonates with you in a baby step method. You know, I think a lot of people are like, I can't meditate. My brain is going, going, going. Then go take a shower mm -hmm. and, you know, have the, you know, be there with the water and yeah. just focus on the water running down you go wash your dishes and focus on you know the soap bubbles coming out like find it's a it's a way to focus your energy so you don't need to sit there in silence like i'm zen as fuck right mm -hmm. now like <laughs> clean your room and yeah. cleaning up outside will clean yeah. it up inside and it'll clear the clutter so mm -hmm. that you can be there more present mm -hmm. and real quick just on the clearing the clutter mm -hmm. sometimes that's why you're depressed because mm -hmm. i found in my own world and when I've looked at the world around me, whenever your space is in disarray, it's usually because your brain is also in that same kind of space. Your space is a reflection of your internal world. You know, she talks it about is. the as above, so below, as within, so without. It, Your external world is a reflection of your internal world. Yeah. So clean it up outside, clean start it up with inside. You. Start with you. And it's okay to pull away a little bit. It's okay to have that me time. It's okay to tell folks that, hey, like, you know what? I don't really have much energy to give right now. I have to give to me first. Mm -hmm. I have to rejuvenate. I have to replenish. I have to figure out what's going on with me. Before I can give, I have to ha open my vessel enough to receive. Mm -hmm. I have to get into this grounded space and, you know. Exactly not be so attached to the outwardly things. Exactly. And this perfectly leads in to our next topic for next week, y'all. Yes. We're going to talk about <laughs> the uh, different, you know, identity states, you know, the ego and all those different, you know, what the, what, what the, you know, angel, the devil, you know, all those things and exactly how we can utilize them as resources and tools and their, their true purpose to nourish our inner being mm -hmm. and, as resources to give us information and whatnot so that's perfect okay y'all yeah. do your ascension homework yes do, do your do your ascension ascension deeds ascension. do your reflections do your and reflections. your 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 actionables all right there we go well I that's not like that's <laughs> Like homework is triggering for me. I know, <laughs> like, I'm homework. Like, I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do this damn homework. <laughs> so yeah, let us please let us know what you guys think. Thank you again for um, for tuning in, for supporting us, mm -hmm. and also for supporting yourself. I feel if you are here and you are listening, you have already started the process in wanting to, you know, receive and wanting to step your foot into to change and maybe try something new, or maybe you just need some, you know. Um, there is a healthy uh, dose of validation. So maybe you're thinking certain things and then you're listening here and you're like, okay, hey, like this is, you know, something that resonates. This is, you know, the confirmation that I needed from spirit. So um, mm -hmm. please let us know what you guys uh, think in the comments uh, below. Uh, follow us on social media. Um, all of our tags are going to be in the caption. 
And you guys just have an amazing and blessed day. And we will see you guys next week. Yes. <laughs> Hit that like, follow, subscribe, and join us for our journey. Create that engagement. Exactly yes, as Randy yes. said. We're here to create community. Yes. Yes. Okay. Have Bye. a beautiful day, y'all. <laughs> we out, y'all. Thank <laughs> you.